Hello, and welcome to In Conversation with, a podcast for the Lancet Healthy Longevity. I'm Gavin Cleaver. It's somehow already June 2021, and we're very pleased that you're joining us today. Long-term care facilities have been one of the most controversial aspects of the COVID-19 pandemic, with residents at considerably greater risk than the general population. Dr. Laura Shellcross is the author of a new study out this month in the Lancet Healthy Longevity, which assesses the risk of infection for long-term care residents who are already seropositive, that is, they have antibodies to SARS-CoV-2 from either a prior infection or have been vaccinated. Dr. Shellcross joins me today to talk about her work. So, Dr. Shellcross, obviously long-term care facilities have been at the forefront of coverage of the COVID-19 pandemic since the very beginning, really. Why is it important for us to assess and understand the meaning specifically of seropositivity in these populations? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Well, I, I mean, one of the key things we wanted to know early in the pandemic was whether people could be infected with SARS-CoV-2 twice, and if they could, how long um, might they be immune for following natural infection? And there had been a number of studies that had addressed that question in um, healthcare worker cohorts. But ours was one of the first studies to focus particularly on the care home population. And of course, we know that population was particularly vulnerable to severe outcomes following COVID um, with good reasons, frail population, um, impaired immune responses, but also care home residents are living in a context where um, there's a lot of close contact and staff coming in from the community. And so lots of opportunity to bring infection into that setting and for it to then spread within that um, population. So in regards to these correlates of immunity that you're talking about, do you think the observed immune protection will hold for some of the emerging variants that we're seeing right now? More generally, what, what do your findings show in, the, in these uh, in, in seropositive long-term care residents? Yeah, so I should probably preface this by saying I'm absolutely not an immunologist. Um, but what we found is that the presence of antibodies protects against infection for at least nine months. And um, other studies have shown uh, similar findings across different cohorts. But of course, we also know that antibodies wane over time. And it seems that antibodies to nuclear capsid wane faster than antibodies to spike. But it's still unclear about what level of antibody we actually need to protect against future infection. And trying to get the answer to that question is really difficult because you need very large population cohorts. And of course, in, in elderly, in older populations, that's, that's really difficult. I guess the other important thing to point out is that, of course, antibodies are only part of the immune response and cellular immunity plays a big role. And so there is a lot of ongoing work from our group and others to try and understand the relative contribution of antibodies and uh, cellular immunity. But but going back to your first point about variants. So so when we did the study, the Kent variant B117 was circulating in the population so we can be fairly sure that our data um, is generalizable to the Kent variant, but the other variant strains, so uh, the um, South African, Brazilian, Indian, weren't in the care homes when we did our study. And so we can't really make inferences about the degree of protection that antibodies provide against those variants. Yeah, just anecdotally, I, I saw actually when uh, the government was talking about the Indian variant, there was that case, wasn't there, where the Indian variant got into a care home, uh, but most of the residents were already immunised. And it seemed to be, uh, so this is, of course, we're only talking anecdotally, it seemed to be a better result than if they hadn't been 
immunized you know it was uh, i think of the 15 four ended up in hospital uh, and the other 11 were infected but not seriously so I, I, yeah obviously there's still so much to uh to study in terms of these variants they do seem to be popping up quite regularly and i'm sure will be for, for a long time to come as well in terms of your findings of protective immunity what does this mean i think for for vaccination for health policy for future outbreaks and as well um in terms of long-term care staff who seem to be being vaccinated at a slightly lower rate than the residents themselves so i think overall this is definitely good news because it suggests that people who have antibodies are protected against infection and we can infer that that will also be the case for people who are vaccinated. I think, interestingly, a number of immunological studies have shown that prior natural infection augments the vaccine-induced immune response. And so that's something that's really interesting. And I'm sure we're going to learn more about that. Um, I can only really talk uh, up from the perspective of the UK in terms of the current situation in care homes but we know that cases of infection and outbreaks have declined very rapidly, coinciding with high rates of vaccine coverage. And so I think we can be cautiously optimistic that this will continue. But of course, the key unknowns are about the duration of vaccine-induced immunity and the risk that a new variant may emerge that can escape the vaccine. And so that balance is going to dictate considerations around revaccination strategy. You know, do you need to vaccinate everybody every year or can you wait longer? But also, particularly in care homes, it impacts on policy decisions about the relaxation of disease control measures. And it's really important to remember that care homes have been subject to the most restrictive control measures seen in any setting. So visitor restrictions, masks, lots and lots of testing. And so I, I think it's really important over the next few months to think about how we can safely try and reduce some of those measures if, if it's possible, if we don't see any more variants. And, and your point on staff, um, we know we've got very high vaccine coverage among residents and uh, it's increasing among staff, but there are pockets, some care homes where we do see lower coverage. And the other challenge is that um, the, the whole of the care home population is quite dynamic. So you have new staff entering the care home. And so it's going to be really important to make sure that we continue to maintain high, high rates of vaccine coverage over the coming months and years. What, what is your stance on the visiting policy for people visiting their family members in long term care facilities, given this research? Yeah, so I think it's um, it's a very challenging balance because it's uh, it partly plays into the individual versus societal question. So for an individual, they may want to see their relatives. Of course, they will. But that poses a risk to the other people in the care home. So that has to be considered when when you're trying to make policies around that. I, I think as vaccine coverage increases, we have to accept that these care homes are people's homes and they need to see their family members and they haven't been able to do that for a long time. And so my personal view is that we should be trying to enable that as much as possible, but we have to do it in a safe way and we have to have the surveillance in place. And perhaps that also requires visitors to be tested frequently and to think about monitoring levels of vaccination of visitors. And so I think we're really at the start of, of the journey to work out how to do that safely. 
So what's next for you? I know you you work a lot in in, uh, electronic public health records. So is there going to be uh, more research kind of outside of long-term care facilities in that electronic public health record field? Are you going to look at more long-term care questions? Uh, And will you follow this particular strain of, of research up as well? Yeah, so those are interesting, big questions for me. Um, (laughs) So uh, the first thing we're doing is looking at the second dose of the vaccine. So um, trying to look at uh, breakthrough infections, waning immunity. But you're absolutely right. Uh, Through Vivaldi, we've built up this new program of um, of researching care homes and a whole data infrastructure around that. And so it would seem to be morally wrong in my view to to just walk away from that and what we'd like to do is to establish a whole program of, of surveillance and research in care homes working in partnership with the care sector um, ideally we would be able to combine some of that with my experience working particularly in antimicrobial resistance and electronic health records and start to try and put the sort of nhs world and care sector world back together a bit um, through linked data sets Dr. Laura Shellcross, thank you so much for for talking with us today. It's been a real pleasure and uh, best of luck with your future research. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of In Conversation With, a podcast for The Lancet Healthy Longevity. You can read Dr. Shellcross's work online now at thelancet.com and you can subscribe to more podcasts from The Lancet Healthy Longevity wherever you usually get your podcasts. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.